0: Good day, to Wednesday, the 13th of February 2019. An extremely powerful winter storm is pulling away from the US state of Hawaii after unleashing damaging winds, massive waves, coastal flooding, and snow in the usually tropical state. The storm, which the National Weather Service in Honolulu described as historic, first began pounding the islands on Friday on the Big Island's towering peak of Mauna Kea, a 191 Mile per hour wind gust blasted the area on Sunday afternoon, and several inches of snow fell on Haleakala, a sealed volcano in East Maui. This, according to the LA Times, which stated that the storm even deposited a coating of snow at Kaui's Polipoli State Park at an elevation of just 6,200 feet. In addition to the snow, a rare severe thunderstorm warning was issued for Southern Kauai on Saturday night. By Tuesday, the conditions had less. Than and power crews were out across the state repairing damaged power lines after the rare weather phenomenon. The Google Chrome browser is getting an update, which offers several official theme or color options. Although third-party themes, not always the greatest, have long been available for the browser, Google has now released 12 official themes including ones like Rose, Banana, Slate, and a dark mode called Just Black, which is sure to cause joy among more than one user. A high-contrast theme blasts your screen with blue and goldenrod colors, and with several others to choose from, the Google Chrome browser now doesn't have to be the bleached white standard in order not to feel cluttered. According to ZDNet, the surprise launch is highly unusual from the Google Chrome team, who in previous years have not shown much interest in supporting expansive Chrome theming features. Time will tell if this feature continues to be developed and supported, or if this was just a one-time present to Chrome's loyal fans. In 1961, Scottish author Cilla Burnford published a story of three pets and their 300 miles through the Canadian wilderness in search of their beloved masters. The Incredible Journey is set in northwestern parts of Ontario, Canada and depicts the suffering and the stress of an arduous journey together with the unwavering loyalty and the courage of a bull terrier, a Labrador retriever, and a Siamese cat. If this sounds familiar in movie form, Walt Disney made two adaptations of this story. The first, just two years later in 1963, under the same title. Then, in 1993, the story was again loosely adapted into Homeward Bound, with the setting changed to Northern California. The author based the fictional story on the animals that she and her husband owned while living in Canada. The bull terrier and the Siamese cat in particular, in her words, had a relationship closer than any other cat and dog relationship I had ever seen. In the book, the animals owners, the hunters, leave to go to England for several months because the father is scheduled to give of a series of university lectures there. In the movie Homeward Bound, the premise is similar. Newly remarried Laura Burnford, yes, the same name as the original book author's last name, her husband, Bob Seaver, and her three children travel to San Francisco for Bob's work, leaving the animals with a friend in the country. However, when the family leaves and doesn't seem to return, the animals grow restless and embark on a journey home to ensure the safety of their masters. In the book, the Labrador Retriever, Luath, is young and often mischievous. The movie Homeward Bound created the character Chance, an American Bulldog, from the original Labrador, and in both stories he often gets into trouble along the way. Bodger, the old English Bull Terrier, was the inspiration for Homeward Bound's Shadow, a wise old golden retriever who seems to be the glue that keeps the friends together. Sassy, the Himalayan cat in the film, was based on the Siamese cat, Teo, in Sheila Burnford's book, and faces several challenges in both book and movie, but always seems to purr right through with the air of a typical cat. All three animals often work together in the stories, and at the very end of their incredible journey homeward, the lovable pets are reunited with their lonely owners, and unlike the newer movie, in The Incredible Journey, the animals never talk. And yet with a keen sense of descriptive language, both the original movie and the author make you feel as if they do, as if you know their personalities, their thoughts, and their intentions. The Incredible Journey and Homeward Bound have made for a great family movie night and the book a great read for the entire family over a span of 57 years and many more years of enjoyment promised for both young and old alike. Last time we discussed different types of idols and how putting anything above Christ alone is definitive of idolatry. Today we're discussing how even if we don't worship things over God, perhaps our view of God, our perception of who He is, is untrue. In fact, that is the very essence of idolatry, possessing thoughts about God that are unworthy of God. In Psalm chapter 50, God says to the wicked people, "'You thought that I was just like you. I will reprove you and state the case in order before your eyes.'" And sadly, that is exactly what so many today envision about our God. They view God after their own fallen imagination of Him. They see Him as their buddy, or the big man upstairs, or other irreverent and completely inaccurate conceptions. Some even deceive themselves into believing that God has no active role in today's world or he is just a man thinking good thoughts for us while we plan our own destiny. And if we're not careful, we also, as believers, can do the very same thing. We can deceive ourselves into forming a god of our own imagination, making him into who we would want him to be, not who he truly is. In his book The Knowledge of the Holy, A.W. Tozer says this, The history of mankind will probably show that no people has ever risen above its religion, and man's spiritual history will positively demonstrate that no religion has ever been greater than its idea of god worship is pure or base as the worshiper entertains high or low thoughts of god for this reason the gravest question before the church is always god himself and the most portentous fact about any man is not what he at any given time may say or do but what he in his deep heart conceives god to be like May we pray that God would weed out our misconceptions of Him and diligently learn what God says about Himself in His Word and defy those incorrect views of what we or others may think of our God. May we pray for forgiveness if we have been more devoted to any other God in our lives or we find ourselves thinking thoughts about God that are unworthy of Him. And may we study his word more and more as we learn to praise our God that he is the one and only true God.